we actually figured what better time to have a podcast episode on opportunities to get ahead and beat the market, whether it's investing, buying for yourself or something else, just different ways. If you're getting frustrated and you're a buyer in the market, if you're a real estate agent and you're trying to think of different ways to help your clients outside of just missing multiple offers, uh, again, check out that previous op uh, um, episode that we had on subject free offers. If you're wondering about some opportunities and things to think of there, but Hey, listen, we're going to talk about ways to beat the real estate market when it's hot like this, and it's not going to work for everybody but there's definitely some options there and i think that you guys are going to really enjoy this episode uh i hope you guys enjoy every single episode so before we get into the episode today we have to do what we love to do so much which is to thank our amazing listeners for their five star reviews guys if you haven't already checked out we have an instagram page for the podcast now what at yvr remo show uh on instagram of course uh you've got our company page at thrive mortgage Co. and we're pumping out tons of great content there so check that out in the meantime uh the lovely crystal lillian thank you crystal says I love listening to this podcast on my commute to work. I've learned so much about real estate. I appreciate their expertise and I feel more confident to pursue real estate investments. Thanks guys. Crystal, we've got a beautiful Thrive mug coming your way. So please send us your address and let us know. And guys, if you leave us a five-star review, we do this every single week. As often as we can, we're giving away a Thrive mug along with uh, some delicious coffee just to say thank you so much for listening. Hey, again, uh, guys, if you're loving the show, that's all we ask for. Leave the review, uh, share it, send us a message and give us some feedback. Uh, we'd really appreciate you. Anyways, I hope you enjoy the show. Make it a great day. What's up, guys? You are listening to the YBR Remo Show, where we talk all things Vancouver real estate and mortgages, take boring topics, and make them interesting. Make sure to stay tuned to listen to everything you need to know how to put cash back in your pocket, create wealth in real estate, and simplify the complicated. It's been the better part of six months of nonstop fire in the real estate market. And I think the difference of right now, what's happening is that it's spreading like wildfire to every market and every different uh, region of not just uh, not just BC, but other parts of Canada, which is super interesting. Um, so we're going to come on and just really talk about how some opportunities to beat the market. There's a lot of buyer fatigue right now in the real estate space. And whether it's an investor, a first time buyer, a move up or a move down, like everybody is having this fatigue and these conversations that I'm having with real estate agents on a daily basis, there's, it's almost, I want to say people are kind of dropping like flies or just stressed out. And so we want to give back some hope to the market, not only to those people that are shopping for resale properties, but just looking at different ways and different opportunities to beat the market, whether it's for what you're actually looking for right now, or just different things that you might not have uh, thought about. Yeah, it's a super, super challenging market for buyers right now. It's very emotional. Like you said, people are literally throwing the towel in and saying, forget it. Like I'll come back around this next year. Or when the market comes down, right? People have been saying that for years when the market comes down, when the crash happens, right? Um, so yeah, we just have a, a couple of really good strategies that we've seen some of our clients actually pursue to try to get around this. And, you know, some people are, are deciding not to purchase here, but they're looking in other locations that might be a little bit of a different, uh, different playing field. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, we've, we've been hearing this since middle of May, like it's too crazy. It's too crazy. I can't get in. And we're now in February and we're, it's even crazier. So, um, yeah, it's just, you gotta, you gotta really find where, what's going to fit for you and your lifestyle. And then look at these opportunities that we're going to go through today. And, you know, I'm, if, if one of these can work for you, I highly recommend 
uh, asking more detailed questions about these opportunities. And we're happy to share further details on all of this stuff. There is no better time to buy real estate than now or when you're ready. We always hear that famous saying, the best time to buy a real estate was five years ago. Well, it couldn't be any more true than now. And I don't think the market and what's happening right now is going to change that in five, seven, 10 years, chances of anyone regretting buying the real estate they're considering right now from a price perspective is minimal at best. Again, if it, as long as it makes sense for your budget, it's, it's going to always make sense, at least in most markets in BC. Other markets of Canada, we have to talk about independently. But if you have the right strategy, I think it makes a lot of sense. So like, why don't we just quickly touch on, you know, why is this still happening? I think we've had this conversation now again since May of last year. We were we were we were on webinars. We were telling clients we were calling people saying, you know, let's let's talk about getting that, you know, mortgage prepared. Let's get that pre-approval in place. And I know it will be you guys, but I had the same feedback all the time. Oh, you know, I want to see what the market does. I want to see what's going on or mm, might come back up or you know a variety of different things and yeah well none of those things have happened other than the market going up and less people realistically wanting to sell so you know why do you think this is happening over and above the obvious guys the obvious is right now is there's just not a lot of inventory that everyone wants the same thing it, it appears and that seems to be the single family home with a basement suite and so there's just not a lot of inventory for that. And when you have, you know, a hundred people looking at one property in the Langley area as an example, and only one person wins that offer, well, we have now another 99 people looking for that same product the very next day. And that's just like, that's such a micro example of what's going on. There's just not, the inventory just doesn't exist right now. Yeah, low inventory. I know it has been, it's been starting to pick up in the Langley area. There's, you're starting to see more people listing. And I think a lot of people are realizing what's happening. And maybe someone that's been sitting on the fence, they're realizing maybe they can cash out, make that retirement move to the Okanagan or the island or whatever it might be. Um, but another couple of factors that play in is, you know, we've talked about these a few times, but people can work remote, right? So people are moving away from the city. I know everyone talks about that. It is a real thing. People are actually moving away from the city, whether it's Langley or Chilliwack or the Okanagan or the island, that is happening. Um, interest rates obviously are a big part of this, right? It's a pretty huge part of it. And I think just a lot of people were on the fence. A lot of people were skeptical of the market when, when the pandemic hit, no one knew it was going to happen. Everyone was going to kind of watch and see, is the market going to tank? And then when it starts going up, you know, you get all these people that were on the fence and they're like, well, I guess now is the time. Like I need to make this move, right? Because I'm getting priced out. And then you get all these people that were kind of looky-loos for six months that are like, I need to do this now. So it's a huge wave of buyers. I think a lot of first time buyers are trying to get in before, you know, it's too late essentially. Yeah, I couldn't agree more on all the points above. And to, to make your point, you guys talked about the Fraser Valley here, but this is, uh, again, this is across Canada. We just had, as an example, a client, uh, this, is, this, is, this is where it gets even more interesting. We just had clients purchase a detached home in Ontario, uh, which was listed for $199,000. They bid $125,000 over asking. They bought it for $324,000. So if you think it's crazy to bid $125,000 over asking in the Vancouver region, literally almost double the price of the property is what was offered. So it gets a little bit crazy over there. Uh, additionally, we do a lot of business in the Okanagan and then of course on the on the island and it's the same story all around. So, you know, uh, we just discussed low interest rates are, are going to be a big factor. A lot of people have wanted to upsize a lot of people are looking to move out so it's just a lot of the same considerations so let's just let's get into it like let's start talking about some of the opportunities that people can start to consider if they're if they're overwhelmed by the market
market or they need to make a change and they're just not sure about getting into that craziness. Uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll kind of lead it off right now because, hey, I'm going to be open with you guys. I personally just purchased another uh, piece of real estate, which I'm super excited about. And uh, I was able to obtain this on uh, what we call an off market deal, which is a private sale. Uh, you know, I came across someone who wanted to let go of their property. We found a fair price uh, at the time. Um, I still think it's probably a fair price, all things considered, and came to an agreement to uh, buy the property. So, and I'm not the first person to do that, but again, having gone through that myself, um, it was a fantastic experience on my end of the equation and a perfect opportunity where I didn't have to bid. I got full subjects. The seller is extremely happy. I'm extremely happy. And uh, we were able to make that work. Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, off market opportunities are not, uh, they're not easy to come by, right? Like you're not going to bump into someone when you're walking down the road and they're going to offer to sell you their home. So talking to people, right? Getting out there, letting people know that you're looking, um, talk to people in your, in your workplace, talk to your friends, your family, you know, that's how these situations are going to arise. Sometimes the real estate agents can come across opportunities as well, right? If you're a pre-approved buyer and your realtor knows exactly what you want to need, they could potentially have a lead to put that together for you. So it's really just getting that out there that you are in fact looking. I mean, I've seen posts on Facebook, Literally people are posting like, hey, I'm trying to buy a house for under a million in Walnut Grove. Is there anybody out there that has anything, right? Might not come to fruition, but it's definitely worth a conversation. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, like I, I found searching the Facebook groups, just driving around the areas that you like, you never know who you're going to see, right? It, it can be a make sense opportunity uh, for a lot of people to look at uh, making that kind of a, a you know a situation occur. And again, real estate agents we're talking to are, are trying desperately to make that happen too. Um, all right, let's move on to a uh, second opportunity outside of off market or private transactions. Um, Derek, lead us into it, buddy. Yeah, so pre-sales, new developments, right? The resale market is is wild. That's where you know a real estate agent is listing a home and they're saying, okay, we're going to do showings on Saturday and Sunday. We're going to have 100 parties through and we're going to accept offers on Monday by five. Those are the situations that are causing, you know, the, the rush and the panic and, and you're getting multiple offers and everyone's really thinking like, how high do I have to go, right? 200000 over asking price to get this home. Um, new development properties, I believe by law, they actually have to offer you a seven day rescission period. It's essentially a subject period. So you have seven days to, to line up your financing typically no inspections because it's not built, but you do your due diligence, right? In those seven days. And after seven days, you can either decide to proceed or walk away from that offer. So if you don't have a strong enough application to go subject free on a property, that's an awesome way to get into a property because they legally have to give you that seven days. Another huge factor with the pre-sales is developers typically aren't doing showings and then accepting offers on Monday, right? It's first come first serve. If you go to that sales center and you find a property and you're able to put a contract together, it's yours, right? And you're usually not going over asking price either. It's usually there's a set price and if you're willing to pay it, you'll, you'll be able to tie out that property. So that's been a huge one. Obviously it can be fairly limited as well. And you know, in 2016, we were seeing real estate agents having sleepovers outside of sales centers just to, to get those contracts in place. Right. And I think that's been coming back a little bit. So who knows? But if you see uh, if you see any new developments coming up and you're kind of getting pushed out of the current resale market, it could be a good opportunity. Yeah, I was just going to touch on this, that seven day rescission period. If you're like, we've talked about subject free offers and all that stuff quite, quite extensively lately. Um, but that's one that's a perfect type of product if you're if you are concerned about financing or have any concerns that's just the 
the most peace of mind product you can go after. I think there's a there's a huge push by a lot of people in the industry to get a seven day rescission period for resale as well. I don't think we'll we'll see it at least not anytime soon, but a fantastic thing. If you are looking to buy a new development property, a few tips there really quickly. First and foremost, make sure you're represented separately from by, by the real estate agent. I personally have had a couple clients who have uh, tried to deal with a sales center and it, it's turned into an absolute nightmare with prices changing last minute people that were difficult to get a hold of. Of course, this is not all the sales centers, but why take a risk on it? You're going to pay the exact same amount with working with an agent or not. The difference is you'll have representation. So my feedback is if you want to buy a new development property, and if that's what's in your mindset, reach out directly to us to get a referral to a specialist who knows that market. We will introduce you to someone you can trust. So you're going to get well taken care of. And that's it for that one. So um, guys, if I can lead off the next one, I'll just jump right into it. Buying out of town. So making the move out of town. We actually did a prior podcast episode on strictly moving out of town. I think we could probably have a second episode and what that looks like moving it, buying out of town. Like to be more specific, what we're talking about is someone essentially relocating um, and looking at different markets to do their work. Now, this obviously doesn't work in every scenario, because as an example, if someone is leaving the lower mainland and they're trying to move to uh, let's say, for example, Kelowna and look for the exact same product in the exact same locations as a lot of people are looking, you're going to have some of the same challenges. However, if you can start to look at some other cities and other towns or different types of product solutions or combine it with one of these other options, there is an opportunity for you to have some success. So as an example, recently, I've had some families moving up to, believe it or not, Salmon Arm. Um, uh, on the island, trying different places like Port Alberni, um, going up north to you know some other spots that are uh, up there as well, and just looking at different types of products, uh, which has been very helpful and very useful. So if you have a remote job and you've ever wanted to just live in this beautiful place that's more serene, maybe less busy, great opportunity. Yeah, I was just going to touch on the out of town piece in regards to like, what if you don't have a remote job and you are just getting frustrated with the current market? You, you probably will jump into another market out of town that would be similar in regards to competitiveness, like multiple offers, that sort of thing. But the price point is going to be a lot lower. So if you're looking in like Calgary opposed to Vancouver, I mean, the price point for a single family home, it's it's not even comparable. It's not even close to comparable. So, you know, getting frustrated in this market and, to, and, and knowing that you have to live here to work, you know, an alternative option that I've seen quite regularly lately is people buying an investment property in Calgary. Or, you know, that's just my example of a, of a city that I've seen lately where you can get a great single family home under 600000 with a basement suite that produces fantastic rental income, like similar rental rates to here, believe it or not. And, you know, that's just the alternative as, OK, I'm happy renting here where I am. But now at least I know my money's going to work for me. And I, I now I'm in I'm involved in home ownership. Right. Yeah. If you've exhausted all of your options locally and you're getting pushed out of the market and, you know, bang on I, I wouldn't recommend anyone just sits on it right it's look at other opportunities investment properties it's a, a great way to get into the market yeah absolutely bang the investment drum opportunity don't let your money sit we just started the episode uh with a conversation about that piece 
Um, so let's let's continue that and talk about a little bit more about just investing and just generally speaking, uh, some thoughts and, and so forth. One of the biggest mistakes that I've seen year after year after year people making is piggybacking on your previous conversation. And I just so vividly remember a couple in 2016 and their entire family told them, sell your property, wait, the market's going to crash. They're financial planner and, and they're, not all financial planners think this way, but I've heard so many that have the same mindset. The market is going to crash interest rates are going to come up we're going to see prices come down like wait 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 uh the property that they sold at that time sold for around four hundred forty thousand dollars. they were advised wait one year you know we, we obviously stayed in touch with them talked to them at this point that same property guys now this is four and a half years later is worth over a million dollars and the property they wanted to buy at the time was worth about 600 that property is worth about 1.4 so uh from an investment piece stick somebody else in there you know put your money into the market where it makes sense look at different regions different areas consider the pre-sale like we said put your money into a deposit or something of that nature something that you trust and you understand it if you don't understand it that's what you know people like us are here for is to help you and support you in that vision i uh, did a consultation this morning for with uh someone who's probably going to listen to this actually and her family and it was like hey we actually want to get our money into the market and make it work for us and one of the three parties is going to live in the home in the new property and the other two are basically going to put their money in as an investment so a joint venture opportunity where all three parties win one has a place to live and the other two of course are a part of that that journey so basically just get creative be open to ideas look at different strategies talk to family members if you're getting a little older like remember like if you have kids like what are you going to do for an inheritance in 30 40 years like buying a piece of real estate to now could help your kids in the future yeah we've seen a lot of that's a really good point i've seen a lot of early inheritance money uh, coming from from parents right like just from that exact reason like hey like we know this is coming to you at some point sitting in the bank doing nothing from from that perspective why not get get a head start uh for, for their kids right so that's a really good point that and buying with family right you've gotten priced out of your million dollar qualification and maybe your parents are in a paid off home but you know as a as a group you guys could essentially buy a, maybe a two million dollar property and and you get your mortgage and your parents are essentially clear title right you're living in a beautiful acreage and langley or wherever but it's just another option right keeping your eyes open speaking of all that you know acreage and and you know different types of properties where like one thing that people don't really talk about is again we leaded the we led the conversation in the emotional aspect of buying real estate it is so emotional and we talk to people all the time like we get it you're buying a home is where you're going to raise your kids and your family or move down and live your dreams to retirement whatever you got to take a step back and try and remove some of that. It's still an asset for you, right? So um, one thought here is to start to look for for markets that maybe aren't booming. Now, whether this is investment or an owner-occupied, open up your mind to different opportunities. We talked about either moving out of town, moving to different things. Like as an example, you know, in, in fall of 2020, the condo market in Vancouver, in particular, single family condo or sorry, single unit condos was really depressed and, and they weren't selling for nearly as much as you would like to think. That's an example from a couple months ago, but looking for those types of opportunities that really will start to roar back in six to 12 months when the COVID restrictions hopefully subside, uh, is a smart idea. Yeah, maybe not the play today, but you're look again thinking 12 months out. 
what is that opportunity? Those towns that haven't quite hit yet, but they're they're down to, you know, they're going to see some increases. Uh, that home that needs a whack little work, you know, talk about some different lending products that will help you with the renovation. Look for places that maybe aren't as appetizing even to you and put some effort into it. That, that hard work will pay off. That's a, yeah. I was just going to touch on the homes that need a lot of work. Most people right now are selling prior to buying. And so they, they have very restrictive dates that they have to meet. And so buying a home that's not move-in ready is not, a, not really a, a good product for a lot of people right now just because they don't have the flexibility or just the ability in general to do anything with that property. They need to get their family in. So if you're somebody that has flexibility with dates and, and being able to you know get handy and, and put some work into a property, that is a fantastic opportunity. And that is definitely something we're seeing uh, uh, as an, a viable option. Awesome. Um, okay, so Derek, I think you can lead the conversation here, but um, man, I probably received maybe 10, 15 emails in the last two or three weeks from uh, existing clients and new clients. And, and also on top of you know, lots of phone calls saying, hey, could I build a home? Like, is that even a possibility? What does that look like for me? What are you what are you saying to that right now? Yeah, I'm actually helping probably upwards of 10 clients build their next home right now. They're either in motions or, or actually have started construction. And I mean, in this market, it's, you know, everyone wants resale. Everyone wants an existing home with a suite that they can move into. And I think a lot of people are spinning their wheels so much that they are starting to look into other options like we've been talking about here. And construction is a big one. Construction is a, a piece that most people just they don't understand. They're like, how would you know unless you go through the motions or talk to a professional? But a lot of people just think it's completely not achievable, right? And for some people, it won't be. Um, there's typically a, a more, you know, a bigger cash injection required to build, but it puts you in a different market. Like there are nowhere near as many people that are looking for a bare lot and to build their next home as there are trying to get into the resale market. So that takes you away from this crazy subject free multiple offers, $200,000 over asking price and gets you into a market where you can actually probably negotiate a decent subject period on a lot where you can build a home that could be your forever home, right? And there's obviously a lot of benefits to building and there's also flaws in building, right? It's going to take you a year to build your house. It'll take you a full year. So you're probably going to be renting or living with family, which is not always achievable. Um, but there's a lot of benefits. Typically, when you build, you will make money. Now, construction costs have gone through the roof recently. So, um, but there are definitely still some benefits. If you do it properly, uh, you're typically going to create more equity than you would in a resale purchase. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's case by case. You need to run the numbers. At the end of the day, qualification is the exact same. Whether you're buying or building, you have to qualify for the mortgage that you're using to buy or build your home. Um, so it's definitely a conversation and it's worth looking into. Uh, typically, minimum down payment's a little bit higher. You're looking at like a bare minimum, 25%, sometimes more. Um, so it really comes down to everyone's personal situation. But it's a great opportunity um, for somebody that might be, you know, fighting a brick wall in this market. Yeah, especially like what we're finding people essentially um, just settling for, for what they're not really wanting. Like they're, you know, they wanted the extra bathroom or they wanted the master, uh, the ensuite, like just these little things that they're just having to settle because of the market where when you build, you, you get to build exactly what you want. In most cases, you get all these fine details that are important to you. Um, so that's that's a big reason why I'm seeing a lot of people build because they get to do exactly what they want. 
Uh, also, in just in regards to down payment requirements, yeah, like Derek's correct. Most that is a good rule of thumb. But if you are in, you know, in that in that minimum down payment window, this there could still be an option. So don't think this isn't an option for you. There could still be some opportunity there, and certainly reach out. Yeah, the only echo I would add to that point, you guys made some fantastic points on all of that. Is just like it definitely is a lot more consultative. It is going to take more time and substantially more work on your plate to do this sort of thing. So just being aware of obviously what that impact will be on your life, but also the benefits of doing so and making sure to reach. I mean, I talk to people quite frequently, actually, hey, I, I talked to my bank about this. It didn't seem like this was an option or a solution. It's the same thing that goes back to any other mortgage advice, guys. You got to talk to a pro. Otherwise, you're going to get some bad advice. So so reach out to us. We'll put you in the right direction. We have that conversation. So, I mean, I think think those right off the bat so just to kind of a little summary back you know some of the things we talked about looking for off market possibly private sales you know post it out publicly what you're looking for and where you're looking for you never know about you know that guy down the street that that could be willing to let go because he likes you guys a lot and he wants to sell the home to a family he cares about don't forget again emotions matter new development properties and having a conversation with us to put you in touch with people who understand that so many people are just looking at what they see online again it's Google is is ads like it's people putting ads in your face you got to have conversations still and I think it'll continue to be that way buying out of town again another thing we can support you in that vision but looking at different types of products and solutions investing your money and getting it back in the market in different capacities talking to friends family pre-sales and wondering what that would look like looking for different markets that are not booming and building a home these are probably the key things that you can start to consider uh, when it comes to trying to beat the market i think that's pretty much wrapped up everything that we wanted to touch on today is there any other ideas that i've not uh, touched on guys just one thing we just looking at potentially changing your lifestyle temporarily uh, and what I mean by that is if there's any sort of temporary living situation you could have with a with a family member, like anything you can do to change your lifestyle a little bit just to have more flexibility. I just found dates. If you're flexible on dates, that can that can actually win you win you offers just because the person selling has very restrictive dates to meet. And if you can meet those, um, that could win your that could really win the day for you. So that would be the only other thing I'd, I'd point out. Yeah, and on my side, that's a really good point. On my side, I've actually had a handful of clients that have gone and sold their home, not realizing how challenging it's going to be to find their next home. And they're now in a position where they have two and a half months to vacate their current property and they are writing offer after offer after offer and they're actually writing off offers on properties they don't even want to buy. Um, so if you're going to be selling before you buy, like have a backup have a rental, have family that you can move in with. Um, a lot of people, and I'll leave it to the real estate agents to speak to this, but if you can actually write and get an accepted offer on a new home, if you're in a good market with your existing home, it's probably gonna sell right now very, very quickly, right? You're probably gonna sell in two days for the price that you want, uh, but always be conservative on that price, right? Like don't think that your million dollar home is gonna sell for 1.3, because if it sells for 1.1 and you don't have enough to close, that can be a challenge. So just be conservative and what you're expecting to get from your house. I know there's a lot of, I don't know, it changes people's mindsets, right? When when you hear that the house up the street sold for 300,000 over ask, it doesn't mean it'll happen on your house. Yeah, especially in an unpredictable market where it is going above because these agents, 
believe it or not, most agents, obviously not all, but most agents are actually trying to price a house properly uh, for what they think it would realistically sell for. And anything above that is just a guess at best. And that's what I'm kind of hearing uh, other than the oddball that's trying to get something ridiculous here. So um, man, great summary, great ideas, great things to do or not do. As always, uh, we didn't introduce ourselves this episode, so we'll end it. I'm Alex McFadden, Dean Lawton, and Derek Williamson. We run, own, and operate Thrive Mortgage Co. focusing on helping our clients win with unique opportunities. If you guys have more questions, as you always might always do make sure to send us a message so we know that you're enjoying this information leave us a review on itunes follow us on instagram and uh, we'd love to talk to you